Hi, I'm Stuart Huff. At night, I'm a stand-up comedian, but during the day, I spend my time roaming through junk shops that hopefully smell like mildew. I'm not looking for antiques. No, I'm looking for items that spark my curiosity. And if they're the right price, then they come home with me. This podcast is accurately named Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. Welcome to Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. I am currently in a way too nice hotel. Uh, this this hotel is there's like four very large pillows. Uh, we're going to turn the air conditioner off because uh, you know hit it a couple times. So I turned on heat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll turn that air conditioner off because you know, we like to punish ourselves. This podcast is a hair shirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no. Uh, I actually don't know what you mean. You don't know what? What is hair shirt? We don't. We're not supposed to. We're, we're supposed to get to the item as quickly as possible. Okay. That's what our producer just told us. So uh, let's discuss hair shirts, shall we? <laughs> let's talk. Let's. Uh, so flagellation, isn't it? This uh, this hotel is way too nice. We are in Bloomington, Indiana, at the Limestone Comedy Festival, and they have put me. They have put me and Tom and Lowell. That's my guest today, Lowell Ramey. Say, say howdy, Lowell. Hi, folks. There's Lowell, famous. Lowell has become the hit <laughs> of the podcast. There's no offense to Tom or me. So I, I, it's I, just the truth. Tom, Tom takes offense to that. Tom's never offended by I'm the truth. I'm offended on Tom's behalf. I'm not, I'm not offended at all. I, find that, I, I appreciate that you're offended for me. So <laughs> at least one of us is that should be. I'm just saying. I don't even know if that makes sense. Right. But uh, Lowell Ramey and Tom Simmons. Tom, Tom speak. Hello. Yeah, I was speaking. This That's kind of uh, someone told me that I think it might have been my producer. I'm not sure. Someone told me that when I, I should introduce the guest and then allow them to speak. So then the listener knows their voice. <laughs> OK, I'll be the for the listener. I'll be the smart ass that jumps in too much and says jokes and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and that's uh, I'm, of this group. Perfect. I'm the dumb guy. <laughs> and I've got the terrible voice that scares children. Right? No, my Particularly son, yours. My son said, "My son, uh, it, it was at FaceTime or whatever we were doing, and uh, my three-year-old son. I said, here's Lowell. Say hi to Lowell.' And Lowell said, "Hey, Towns, how are you?'" And, and Towns just goes, "I don't like your voice." <laughs> uh, don't you like that kind of honesty? Just the wow. honesty. That was yeah. fantastic. Just shot down. Yeah, he just and Lowell cracked. And he's not up. wrong. Yes, to Lowell's benefit, he just cracked. Uh, the only yeah. time I've ever talked to his son, he was like this week, and he said to me, uh, he said, this is my friend Tom, and he said, hi, purple hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then he explained why purple hair, why he calls me purple hair, because of a kid he has, knows in school that he calls purple hair, and yeah. he wanted me to be purple. Oh, that's fantastic. He has an imagination. He's yes. a child. All right, everybody, we are, uh, we're in a hotel. We're not in our normal studio, our podcast studio. We're in a hotel. And uh, we are fortified with coffee and uh, depression. So, <laughs> no, this uh, is great, man. Well, I'm looking forward to what the product is. We haven't done this in a while. You want to? You, you know what? We're gonna. I'll tell you what we're gonna do right now. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna. I'm gonna put this item on this table, and then Tom and Lowell are gonna describe it to the listener, and then I'm gonna remove it from the table because it's a little large. So let's get it up here, and you guys describe it, and then I'm gonna tell you where I got it, and then we're going to talk. Okay. So talk amongst yourselves. Give me a second. All right. 
I did give the name of the podcast. Did did I give the name of the podcast? Welcome to Stuart Huff's for, forgetful obsessions. Right. This is this, we're rebranding. We're not having a name. The perfume. <laughs> we're rebranding. We don't have a name. It's just a symbol like Prince. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Stuart Huff's new name to be edited in later. Yeah, Stuart. This is uh, the perfume for reclusives. This is uh, obsession. Uh, hey, I'm getting the item. All right. Get, please. We're, we're preparing to do this live tomorrow. <laughs> Anybody that listening doesn't know the name of the podcast. Yeah, whatever, dude. Obsess- Stuart Huff's obsessive curiosities. Here we come. He's literally leaving the room and going to the bathroom. Why has he got to make it so dramatic? I mean, like, even the bathroom's nicer than the place he bought it from on the side of the road somewhere. I'm sure. Okay. That's a, he walks out with what appears to be a lampshade, and what? <laughs> that, that literally. That's got some weight to it. It literally <laughs> is one of those things that I. But when I look at and see in the world, I think, who would buy that? And who, now I who know would that's make good. it. Can you, Low? Can you? Oh a, yes, I, I'm painfully close to. Painfully to close. What is? Actually, I, once again, I'm starting to like it. Are you? I knew you would because deep down you appreciate beauty. You don't know. You don't. You don't always immediately recognize it. You know what I mean? But deep down, you know, after a couple seconds, Tom is like, yeah. No, try right. from this angle. It's staring at me, Tom. Yeah. Well, well sure what it is. It, so the people seductively, the, the listener doesn't know what it is. It's a. I guess. I, is that the young Elvis? That's Elvis. The outfit would suggest that's that's starting to get fat, Elvis. Okay, well, this is, I don't think this is about to die, Elvis. But this is not Sun <laughs> Studios, Elvis. This is uh, yeah. This, this is, is Caesar's Vegas. Elvis. If yeah, he was, this is if late he was Vegas, thin. Elvis, wouldn't you say? Anyway, it's an Elvis Presley bust. Mm. Uh, where he's looking off, like right now, like his back, his back of his head is to Stuart, and he's and he's facing Lowell dead on, and him, you say life size bust is, or darn close. It's, it's a pretty. Close. It is. It's a large lamp. Yeah, it's it. <laughs> it does take up like the same as you guys like at the desk. It's got the same, almost the same shoulder, the almost similar head size. Mm-hmm. It's about it's about ninety percent to to scale probably. Yeah. There, there's even a smirk. It's even got the little curled lip thing. Yeah, it's got Holy the Elvis. Cow. Yeah, this is attention to detail. It's it's a beautiful piece of How's art. How's this not in a museum? I well, it is in a museum. It's in my house. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and let's, this is let's a recent purchase. This is a recent. Let's talk about purchase? the beautiful colors of this because the the matching colors is. I think that's what got me is the when it, when I turned around you a little appreciate bit was on matching. Yeah, something about the something about the lamp shade with the with the. The curtains, I guess, is what that is. Oh, yeah. Good call, Tom. It looks like oh, 70s curtains. Look look to it. It's a, tur- what is that, light blue? It's a and they're light sort of blue. held back by these little, like, sparkly, almost rhinestone-y kind of uh, little bands that hold it together in the middle. Mm-hmm. And, they, and it makes, like, the white sort of soft lampshade underneath. It's in a in the shape like the blues kind of diamond shaped around it, and then the, those little white place patches are like di- those long diamond shapes. I don't know something about that just seems kind of classy. Like well, old. you said, curtains. I saw it. It looks like shears behind curtains. The white part was yep. like shears. Yes, I didn't even notice it was curtains. I didn't I notice it until pattern. Tom. Yeah, until he said that. He's absolutely that. right. He's absolutely right. Yeah, and then that so. matches perfectly his his blue sort of dangly scarf that's hanging around his 
his ridiculous. You need to stare in these blue eyes for a bit. Do the do the eyes match the scarf and the and the lamp? It's so close gorgeous. enough. They're all in the same palette. Okay, it's so gorgeous to me. I love it. The lampshade matches the base, and the base is an almost life-size bust of Elvis Presley with a giant scarf around his neck and slick back hair and sideburns with uh, the eyes and the scarf and the lampshade match. I'm, I'm, uh, this is all going by memory because I'm behind it. So. Yeah. He's got a little bit of the sideburns to go down. Yeah, so it's a better-looking Elvis than you think it would be. They, he, they flattered him a little bit. But I'm thinking, like, if I was to see this in your house, I would be like, ah, that's cool that you have one of those. But if I was to see it in a junk shop, I'd be like, ah, look how cool that is. But I would never, I would never consider, like, I'm putting it in the truck. What, how much? What, what, how much would you pay for this? Would, is there any amount that you would buy it for? <laughs> if, it was, if someone said, you can, t- you can have this for free, would you then put it in your car? Let's start. Let's start it free. And the fact that you're contemplating I like that you started it, at the bottom. Of wait free. a minute. The fact that you're contemplating it is annoying the crap out of me. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> you idiot. It's free. I, I, I know. You wouldn't take this for free. That's I would take a Mitch mix match Tupperware set for free. <laughs> I would take a cork that doesn't even have a bottle attached to it for free. What are you talking about, Tom? Stop staring at it and just say yes. I would take it for free so then I can go up. Okay. Okay. Sure. Sure. I said free and he didn't even say yes. Do I have to carry it to the car? (laughs) What? The walk of shame. Uh, the man's a legend. He, he ripped off every African American in the area and invented rock and roll. I guess it's weird because I, I, what would I? I'm picturing me walking into my house with that and like setting it on the kitchen table for you know to set it down so I could put and then it would it would probably sit in my guest room on the bed for about couple weeks and then it would end up in my attic or you know it would never no you're offensive you're you're just you're a disgusting offensive human. this is the leg lamp christmas story yes <laughs> this is <laughs> i'm not carrying this in the house but so yes I'll it's, take a it from, <laughs> it's a major prize yeah right. this is a leg lamp from christmas story like when you when you describe to me, describe <laughs> to me when you're <laughs> when you're walking into the store where are you at when you when you get do you remember toledo ohio never forget it walked into the store do you remember the name of the place no no i don't but i can drive you there okay how'd yeah. you find did you were you just see it on the side of the road and be like, oh, there's a junk shop and pull in, or did you hunt it down? I think I think I had I was hunting in Toledo. You know, I was in Toledo and I was hunting, and I I don't remember how if I just saw it, but I do remember I had kind of a list of a few stores that I wanted to go to. I don't remember if this store, this particular store, was on my list or if I saw it because a lot of times you'll be going towards a store and you run into another and store. you run into another one. Right. So this one, I walked in, and there was a very old man who has since passed away, by the way. But um, he was in there with his girlfriend, not his wife. They both pointed that out, which was hilarious. Right. What do you like? What do you mean? Like, like this guy's seventy-five. That's a guess, and it's just him and his girlfriend. And how old is she? Sixty-ish, sixty, mid-sixties, probably. Mid—that's a guess. Mid-sixties, right? But um, crazy kids. He, I, I walked in, and this was sitting. Uh, they were both sitting at a folding table, 
okay both of them smoking cigarettes indoors which even at that time i think was illegal but uh they lived upstairs from the shop so technically and this is what i found out later the entire place was their home not a business so i think that's exactly yeah it's beautiful so anyway um they're sitting at a folding table with this elvis lamp and several full ashtrays sitting around and they're playing cards Right, they're playing whatever game they're playing, right? And I walked in and went, "Hi, uh, that's a really nice lamp." That's the first thing you saw first when you walked boom, in. Boom! Right there it is. Card table, <laughs> couple sitting. Boom! Right. I said, "Hi, oh, that's a really nice lamp." And the guy oh, said, "It is. The price. It is. It is." You know. <laughs> and then I start talking to him, and I know I'm going to get it. I'm going to get the lamp. I mean, when I don't know that. Uh, but this lamp will belong to me. You is this know something I mean? you've been looking for, or you just walk in and it struck you at your core? It just hit me. It just, yeah, this lamp's mine. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's going to go home with me today, but it's, I'm, it will belong to me. Okay, what do you talk? love about it? The ridiculousness of yes. it? Yes. Okay, it's I ludicrous. get that. It's I get that. Crazy. Now I see. Can you turn it toward Tom so he gets the full effect let's, for a while? Let's do this. <laughs> I mean, why? I don't. You got to look directly in the face, Tom. You, you, it could turn you. This, okay. I could love that tender. I'm telling you, look oh at that come hither look, my friend. Get this close. is capitalism. Oh my God! The mouth is almost moist. <laughs> it really is. It looks like it. And the eyes are—they're kind of deep. It's a—it's a sultry curtain. <laughs> it's, a, it's a sultry curtain from the '70s. It is gorgeous. It's the most hideous lamp, and I love exactly. it. Exactly, I love it. Yeah, it's just no one should have made this. Who built this thing? Who who presented this idea? Who went to their boss and said, I got a great idea for a lamp? How about an almost life-size bust of late, fat, drugged-up Elvis with a, with a light blue lampshade? And then someone went, yes, yeah, sounds great. Let's mass-produce them. You think this, did you have any research into this and it was a mass-produced item? Yeah, I've seen three more since this one. Did you get the set? No, I, there's a red one in the world I want to buy. They made a red one and a blue one. Uh, and I and they might have made other colors, but I've only seen the red one and the blue one. Uh, the other two uh, I saw uh, the other two I saw as, but they wanted way too much. I think I think it was they wanted eight hundred for the pair or something like that. Way too much. I'm really getting lost in Elvis over. Here. I, I, you are. You're staring at him. Something's turning it around for me now a little bit on the uh, just the because the fact that you like it so much because of what you just said. It's how ridiculous crazy. it is. Why would anybody it's make this? I love it. It's a 100% useless item. That should Even be your show. Light. That should be your show. You go around and you find other people that own this thing. And you guys compare them and you meet the people that are right. like you. Um, <laughs> or, conversely, the people right. that are 180 degrees, this that, is an icon. Yes. It's, oh, people that are, yeah. That take it seriously. They take it seriously, yeah. Part right, of their right. collection. Yeah, it's like the people with the commemorative Dale Earnhardt Jr. mug. You know that right. they're really passionate about. Now you know, I learned during the year, the several years that it took me to acquire this. I learned that uh, during the argument with the old man and his girlfriend, uh, that his daughter had painted this, so she retouched it. The, it's the original colors, but she uh, she went through and 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 the other ones that I've seen are a little dull. They're not as quite as striking because she painted this. The hair is glossy black yes you know? the eye the face even has like like a sheen to it like lights yes. are on it you know mm -hmm. what i mean like a like a bald guy's 
like a bald guy's head yeah, in the, and in the light. Lowell, from your side, Lowell's on the, on the, what would it be, Elvis left? I'm on Elvis right. Right. Do you see some almost, what do you call it on the the, the makeup on the cheeks? Is that rouge or, I don't Just know. Just a touch. Is, there's a little, there's a little pinkness to his cheeks. Oh, the lips uh, look like they have pink lipstick on yeah, them. Yeah, so, she, the, so the, the daughter that painted this actually put makeup on him or painted like he was make, had some makeup. She did a great job. Right. She made it horrible. Yeah, she made him look sweaty, like in that special, like that I, you know. Right. Like, yeah. you know. I have family. It's weird. I just remembered. I have family that used to have like an Elvis room in their house and follow Elvis, you know. Really? Like, yes. That's a repressed memory? No, no. It's family on my my wife's side, like her half-sisters, like her and her, and her husband. Mm-hmm. They did, like they were like Elvis fanatics, and then they at some point changed got rid of it all so you might have bought this what? Some, they got they just i think they got rid of it all and they became barry manilow now they're now oh, oh they, my goodness. they're yeah. one time they're like we're they're it's like they're fan like i don't really know them that well but i because mm. they're always off they used to at least always be off behind following barry around and giving him presents and what, what? are you serious <laughs> they yeah. followed barry manilow around and gave him presents yeah it was the same sort of they turned the elvis thing into a Barry Manilow thing. They were just big fans. So they- I'm liking this story the more you tell it. At the beginning, I was like, yeah, there's a lot of people that feel that way about Elvis, but then now we're into Barry. Yeah, they and flipped it. Like, I'm, it's like I'm liking were- it more and more. Not even Neil Diamond. <laughs> they went. They jumped, they leapt over Neil and went straight to Barry. Yes. That's fantastic. There's a kid I went to high school with that got a cease and desist order from Barry Manilow. <laughs> He, he had a, a Camaro. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm plotting. <laughs> Wait a minute. You just one-upped my crazy yes. family that followed Barry Manilow around the country uh, for I 10 years. I have a story that was going to one-up yours, name. but I don't know if I can one-up Lowell now. Uh, I won't leave this kid's name because he might still be living somewhere. Was it Holt? <laughs> <laughs> he got a cease and desist. Uh, Do you he, know how much I would pay for a cease and desist order from Barry Manilow? <laughs> this is I'd go as high as thirty dollars on that. I can't even get him to block me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I keep tweeting at him. I can't get blocked. This is oh. the nineteen seventies, well before the internet, and his kid declared himself the president of the National uh, Barry Manilow Fan Club. Oh, drove around beautiful. in a brand new Camaro that had license plates that had Barry on them. Oh, God. and literally was in love with Barry Manilow. That's fantastic. I didn't think that that could even be a thing. I bet. I wonder if they would know him or of him. Well, they uh, they absolutely knew of him because it was uh, his people that that. Went went to court to get the cease and desist. No, I mean my my wife's. Oh, oh, that's oh, probably a small the, group. Yeah. I mean, how many Barry Manilow fanatics are? I, I oh, think God, you'd be surprised. Probably more than you think. <sighs> like I was surprised that there was two. <laughs> <laughs> right. Good point. Yeah. All right. Here's my Elvis story. Um, uh, I don't remember how old I was, uh, six, seven, maybe that's it's, I wasn't 10, you know, I was a young, I was, and it was one of my first sleepovers, right? I'm going to go to a friend's house and I'm going to spend the night with a friend. His name was John. I know his last name. I'm not going to say it, but, uh, and I went to his house and it was covered in Elvis things. I mean, top to bottom. You, of course you had the velvet paintings, right? I don't remember if they had a lamp, but they had a rug. It was a it was a rug that covered the entire living room floor that was Elvis Vegas Elvis. So he had the big 
like crazy outfit on with the scarves and everything. I did not know who Elvis was. I thought this was a superhero. I thought this is the cool. He has the coolest parents ever. Like my parents would not. They didn't really like me to like watch Superman or Spider-Man on TV. And his parents had superhero stuff everywhere. I thought Elvis was a superhero, you know, and I went home and told my mom that John has a better mom than me because she has a big superhero rug in her living room. Right. Until my parents like went to over there at one point I realized, and, and then told me who Elvis was. And I was never more, I mean, I was crushed that it wasn't. Really? Yeah. Do I you was, remember the conversation? Like when they sat you down to be like, we got to tell you something, son. My, I remember them being in the car and I remember like there's some giggles and they're like, that's Elvis. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a superhero. It's it's uh, and there's a lot of probably a lot of people that would argue that he was a superhero, but they were like he's a musician or what. And I just remember the feeling. <laughs> really, what was his what was his, uh, his weakness? Super, his, what I mean, was his he's trip? wearing a, he's wearing like a bedazzled huge suit with flared legs, right? You know the the bell bottoms and the big scarf, and he's making a pose. He looked like Aquaman or <laughs> or Spider Man. He looked like a superhero to me, right? And I remember they had they had candles and their plates and their bowls and their cups. Everything was Elvis in that house. Wow. And I was just, I was like, this is the coolest house I've ever been in in my entire life. There's superheroes everywhere. This is so great. But it was the same superhero. Well, even what's that, wrong with that? You know? Even that, like, would you go over to somebody's house and seven, they have Captain That's true. When okay. you're seven, that's Good the point. coolest thing ever. It's like a birthday party. It would be cool times. now, to be honest. But, you know? <laughs> but Lowell, yeah, Lowell topped us all. It, cease and desist on Barry Manilow. I would think that he would be sending out encouraged. Right. <laughs> like, like, uh, it's the opposite of every comic we know. Like, he'd be sending them constant please, Facebook invites. Yeah. Yeah. He would be sending out pleas and encouragement. Please stalk me. Stalk me. Please. Should I move this lamp or is anybody? No, I think it's. I, I you think, want it there? I think if we're going to be talking about it, it needs to be because it's like, I, right. I want to go back again to like the moment of purchase. But I like oh. I think that's part of like it's in your childhood like this jumps out when it's interesting that you buy it as irony but you you liked it as not irony like they didn't have they their house wasn't filled with Elvis out of this, no 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 I walked in and it, there was a bunch of junk in there and this thing I mean this thing is striking anyway wouldn't you agree Lowell oh, absolutely it's it's an eye catcher and um and I walked in and plus it was sitting on their folding table. You know what I mean? It did, they didn't have it buried in the back. It was sitting on their folding table, and it was plugged. They were using it as a lamp, which is, you know, I'm against that. But um, <laughs> maybe they just wanted Elvis to have some new ideas. <laughs> right, come on, Elvis, uh, stop, stop doing the cover songs. He literally has a light bulb over. Go his back head. to right. Yeah, he literally has a light bulb over his head. Yeah, I. Um, yeah. So and I, I walked in. I said, "Oh, that's an incredible land. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah." It is. And then I so I start talking to them, which is my strategy. You know, I'm going to wear them down. I'm going to wear. And then I, I learned that this isn't his wife. It's his girlfriend. I wouldn't marry him. You know, fan. Oh, loved him. Right. Absolutely loved this couple. Right. Uh, not for sale was the price on this. Not for not sale. for sale. Uh, not for sale. Which means it's for sale. That's what that means. <laughs> You know, right. it just means that you're just going to have to, there's going to be some fighting going on. You know what I mean? There's going to be, a, there, you know, so not for sale. So I ended up talking to them for a long time. I bought a couple of things from their shop because that's another strategy is I'm going to give, I'm going to spend some money. 
to show them I'm serious. Right. You know, and then I left. I didn't, I left without the Elvis lamp, you know. But I look, I immediately, I remember this, I got back in my car and looked, when's the next time I'm near Toledo? You know, so the next, and I went back and walked in and, hey, you guys remember me? You Did know, they? And, oh, it, well, I don't know if they remember me the first time, but I went back so many times that I would walk through the door and they would go, hey, Georgia. That's what they called me. Was, you know, and, and so we talk and we talk and we talk and I would buy this or buy that, you know, all neat stuff, you know, that I liked. But and I would always talk about the Elvis lamp, you know, blah, blah, blah until finally it, the, the price of 500 was laid down. Five, what 500 was laid down and i said do you remember you? 10 minutes ago when i was debating free and yeah and you and you were t- that was offense i want that edited out i want that that part needs to be edited out what i don't like i don't want to run uh, uh, if he told me 500 i'd be like dude i want my money back for the other stuff i spent <laughs> the other stuff i bought uh, i would charge him to haul it away what I, this is not gracing my door. It's not coming across the threshold. <laughs> you wouldn't put this in your house. I would not put that in my house. This podcast is over. Next episode. <laughs> Next. So Matt Holt is here, the producer. So Matt, are you with me? Yes, I All right, then kick these two idiots out, and let's put someone in a chair that knows what they're talking about. Okay. This thing, Barry Manilow has sent me emails about. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Manilow has offered me song publishing credits. For this lamp. <laughs> well, the lamp's worth more. Ah, um, My problem with it is... I did not pay $500. It, it, it's, it, you just you couldn't actually do anything because you just sit in a chair and stare at it? Well, like, it no, it stares at Raven me. Or something? It's staring at me, and it's making me question my sexuality. I am not comfortable with this lamp. Now, you know see, now they, that makes sense to me because it is... Yeah, this, this lamp brings up questions. It's a pretty sexy lamp. They should do mm, like a version sexy. of this that's like... That's like an Alexa, and you'd be like, "Elvis, set a timer for twelve minutes." <laughs> oh, that would be great, Elvis. How much time is left on my timer? You have seven minutes left on your timer. Oh. Uh, uh, Elvis, when are my tater tots done? <laughs> I already ate them. <laughs> Elvis, play the Beatles. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. No. <laughs> no. Anything you ask him to play just automatically starts into love me tender. <laughs> Thank you. I, of course, did not pay $500 for this. I would not pay $500 for this. So what immediately did you just, like, like I'm him and you got, let's, let's. Yeah, yeah, do it, do it. Here we go. No, you got uh, you got to ask me. So, uh, yeah. So, how much? I know you. Last time I was here, you said Elvis lamp isn't for sale, but you've had some chances to think about it. And so, come on, what's the price on the Elvis lamp? Five hundred. What? Five. Five hundred. You asked me. What? The, look, the only reason I'm here is because I like you guys. That's the only reason I'm here. I can pick up one of these things for fifty bucks down the road. What are you talking about? Five hundred dollars. That's the, the and All then right. he and, and I, then how much does he drop immediately? Does he go down to two fifty or is wait he? Wait a minute, time out. What? Our producer Matt Holt just found. What is this on Etsy? Etsy on Etsy. Here's a Elvis bus table lamp, vintage Graceland, newly restored. Uh, they want three hundred fifty dollars for it on Etsy. No shade. No shade. Hmm? What so mine's got to at least be worth two fifty. <laughs> no shade and this shade really caps this thing off don't you think Lowell? yes absolutely. Yeah. the shade is perfect uh, some tears in the plastic and the- that's my cat and i was i was furious 
Oh, your cat did I that? love animals. And that moment, oh, I yeah, the cat started picking at the lampshade. Yeah, that cat no longer lives indoors. I get, I, yeah, I would say. Um, yeah, and then it's then it's like the, stop, it's not original. It, no, it's not stop, original. No, it's better than original. No, it's all been. This makeup is the devalues it when you add. What, I'm the one that says that stuff. You're playing the old man. Oh, yeah, what are you yeah. doing? This has been this has been retouched. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the top of the line. Sure, That's, you can get some crazy person on the internet to sell you one without the beautiful drapes. <laughs> this drapes. is straight up one of a kind. Elvis, baby. What are you? Five hundred dollars? Are you nuts? I'm not. I could buy a car for five hundred dollars. I know you want like it's this. A you've lamp. Been, you've been coming in here for two years. That's because I like you and your girlfriend. Don't give me that crap. I don't even like her. Why do you think I'd never <laughs> call her my girlfriend? <laughs> you give me, you give me four hundred dollars. You can have her. <laughs> That's very close to what. That's exactly the way he acted. And she I'm very, was, very good at character. And she was, she was right. She would give it right back to him. I loved her so much. She'd go, "You couldn't get a girl if you had money." <laughs> Just so great. She always had band aids on in different parts of her body, which was weird. Really? Yeah, always band aids with her. I don't know if she just liked them or what, but like she, I would go in there and she would have like one entire finger, like three band aids covering one entire, and I would think, what she cut the whole finger I did, and then the next time I'd go in there'd be a band like two band-aids on her arm but not on her finger and I don't right. know what it was with her but anyway uh, but yeah I we like went, these characters that you meet like is I this I do too you know yeah they're fun and they're never right in the head well yes they're living amongst junk <laughs> You say that like it's a negative. How how things work out for your boy John growing up in the Elvis junkyard? I think he got out of town pretty quick. <laughs> I uh, I argued with them and uh, debated and you know schemed and and I went back. It took me several years to get this. It took me really? several yeah. It took me a long time to get this lamp. I kind of think that's neat that it's something you work you work on like more than your act. No, you know I, mean? I, I wouldn't say that. Like, I, you, this, you know. this took six, seven years. Your act, your act's done in well, a year. Well, I don't year. know about six or seven, but it, it seriously probably took two or three. Yeah, I'm just kidding. You know what I mean? I know, you're exaggerating. That's yeah. the heart of comedy, I know. But yeah. it took two or three, you know, easily two or three years. I'd go in there and talk to them and debate. And then I think this is what turned the corner. This is absolutely true. I'm in there, I'm talking to them, right? Just chatting away, blah, blah, blah. And they were always, he was always cranky and she was always giving. And I always laughed when I was in there. Right. They just made me happy. So then, and I knew they lived upstairs. You know, he told me that. And he would go up there and microwave a lasagna or something and come back down. And so anyway, and then one day, uh, his son comes trouncing in, who was just a jerk. I mean, this guy, he's probably, I don't know, 25 to 30. And just, he comes in and, and was mean as hell to, to his dad. Just started yelling and, and cussing him out and blah, blah, blah. And his dad was like, who do you think you are? You come in here every time you're out of drugs. You come in here and just rob me and blah, 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 back and forth. And then, so the kid like threatens his dad and then leaves. And then, I don't know, I, I just felt kind of, you know. I, so anyway, I think that was the turning point was I, I said, come on, come on. Let go of that Elvis lamp. And he goes, ah, come on, you know your son loves it. <laughs> For some reason, when the son came in and I witnessed that and then and I, I got to listen to them, like they kind of, I don't want to say cried on my shoulder, but they got to complain to me about their about his son, you know what I mean, for a long time. And then they start, the price started, they loosened up on it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So 50 bucks. What? I paid $50 for the lamp. 
Yeah. And I don't know right now. You just went what and leaned back. And I don't know if you think I'm crazy for paying fifty bucks for this lamp, or if you think they're crazy for going from five hundred to fifty. That is my first thought. Like what? Now I look at it for fifty bucks, and I'm like, eh, that's really that's a pretty good deal for. It's that a thing. good deal, if, and it's an Elvis. It changes lives. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Lowell is a different man. I'm going to pleasure myself to the image of this lady. <laughs> I think you went that, from. We can either edit that part out, or we can we can actually can we is there a thing, Come producer on. Matt? Can we can we take that clip and just reproduce it and have him say it three times in a row? Yes. Like a, let's just do that over and over. Insert it in various episodes. Love Lowell, me tender. No, I'm not giving up the Elvis land. Lowell's already lost one friend over this podcast. <laughs> I think I might have just lost a wife over this podcast. If I now change I, team, she's not going to be happy. Now I definitely, Lowell, now 50 I definitely bucks don't on like this lamp. Would you buy it? Yes or no? <sighs> no I don't like that. Song. Knowing that the joy that it's brought us just for this brief period of time. We've had $18 yeah, worth of joy right here. Or, well, yeah, at least. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I think I would purchase it. If you asked me to give you $50 for that right now, I'd no. Like, I'm still going no. But I the, the fact that it came... That I work for it? That you yeah, like that? that it, I'm going to talk you into this. That you waited until you hung around like a vulture until they were at their mm-hmm. lowest. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Where they were like, you yeah, know. Yeah, like they a, were really desperate and they were vulnerable and emotional because their son's a, a right. drug addict. You're and like, then I was able to steal it. Right, right. Up yeah. From under. You picked the bones <laughs> clean after Isn't the that great? knocked them over. Isn't that great? <laughs> yes you're liking it more and more aren't you yes yeah i knew I you like the, the game of it that you put like that makes it, it i like the story that's what i love about like this thing that yeah. this episode because they you know, all of them they they end up with some neat story behind them that makes the thing more interesting to me yes and and that's you know i my house is full of stuff and most of it not all of it but a lot of it when i see it i think about the person or the thing or the story or whatever it's and it is kind of in a weird way it's 26 years or however long i've been doing comedy of like this is like mementos from my time on the road you know what i mean I mean, right. I remember the the places I worked in Toledo, and I remember them and their and you know his, him and his girlfriend and her and her feisty ways and that, that that all that is worth fifty bucks to me, and this lamp is worth five hundred. I just didn't have five hundred, you know. Right? Would you let's say you needed to, whatever, get a new computer or get some brakes on your car or something? Would I need you, both of those right now. Right? Would you consider like what? Take a picture of this one, Matt. Put it up next to the other one. I got the I, shade. I'll give it to you for four twenty-five. You know, this is a depressing part. I don't want to talk about this, but lately I, I have a child now. I have responsibilities, you know, and it has crossed my mind a few times. Like, you know, if I just sold half of what I have, then, you know, I we'd be we wouldn't you know i mean i'm doing okay right now but i'm definitely not like seriously in the last 48 hours uh my son poured a glass of water on my wife's laptop which i don't blame him you know what i mean right people are curious i've wondered what would happen if you did it you know and he just pulled the trigger on that i just it's got to be i need more me and mommy time she's on this computer too much so he poured a glass of water on her her laptop so now 
you know, we had to buy a new one. And then, and right now she's getting today, literally, no, not exaggerating. She's getting front brakes put on the car. And then she texted me uh, earlier and said uh, they found something wrong with the tire. So it's going to cost another $200. And so in my head, I'm thinking, uh, you know, it just, uh, I'm hemorrhaging money here. So if I sold half of my hair art, you know, we could buy a new car. You know what I mean? But, but I'm not there yet. Right. And I will not be calling you to sell anything because you don't know the value of things, Tom. Right. Okay? What your mom told you when you were a kid, she was absolutely right. You don't know the value of, of You know what it things. is? I think it was saying my mom, it might be that we moved a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's just more crap you got to pack and take with you. Yeah, you know, I see it. So it's like I I try to minimize. I mean, my wife lived in a motorhome for three years. Like right, I couldn't be buying Elvis thing. You know, that might be great to have. And like, if I had a, if I had a man cave, or if I had like a room with a ping pong table or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm. I, it's just it's not it's It'd not also practical. Be great. It'd also not, be great for the sauna room, would it not? Right. But th- but I'm saying there's an opportunity. Like you don't even up. need Barry Manilow playing to get the, set the mood on this. You you place this baby up there, and yeah, this is an aphrodisiac, is what this is. But you start to sell this stuff off, and then it opens up an opportunity for you to continue to do the junking that you like to do. So now you're gonna buy. Now you're gonna go get more stuff. You know. Now stuff that necessarily is in a box in a in a corner instead of out in your house. Now it becomes part of your your house because now it's out, you know. And and you've profited. You sell this thing for four fifty. You got like, dude, I bought this for fifty dollars. Like I can get another one of these. I'm out here. I can get another one of those for well, that's fifty dollars down the road. It's not materialistic at all. That's the difference. We have some materialism. We we enjoy material items in a way that Tom doesn't. It's clutter to him. And you just expressed that this is a way of benchmarking your life and your career. Yes. You pull one of these objects out, you open one of these things and just go through the box, and it brings back memories of those times and associates certain events in your life and and puts them in some kind of order for you. I understand that. I've got a basement completely full of crap like that. there's no Elvises involved. (laughs) Right. But but I do understand understand the thinking behind it. I'm not trying to shit on it i'm just you know you can so, yeah we're friends no matter what you say yeah you you know that shit not yeah. just having a different opinion of its value yeah yes. that doesn't it doesn't it doesn't literally offend me i'm i'm being silly but it it i mean just you're allowed to be wrong right you know what i mean <laughs> you this is freedom you can be wrong all you want you know i and i want to lots <laughs> i love were the, you an elvis fan no were you an elvis fan not in the least no, I like some of the early recordings, the Sun stuff. I like some of that, but no, I was never really an Elvis fan. I, you know, I'd like it, to see a Prince version of this. That would be fascinating. Yeah, him wearing like a purple thing. And yeah, because that would you could really get, you know, colorful with the Prince, the the purple and the shade and the whole. Yeah, a Prince one would be good. Do you own other Elvis paraphernalia? Oh, let me think. This might be it. Okay. What yeah. else did you? What was their specialty in that store besides? They had uh, great family drugs, cattle, and sons. Yeah, I think their specialty <laughs> was was them. I and I mean that seriously. I think they were there, and it, they, they, even the Elvis lamp. They outshone everything in that store. I mean, this was this was a two old people that were 
just the right amount of cranky and just the right amount of insulting to each other but you still felt love there and it was just you know there was two feet of cigarette smoke hovering around the ceiling at all times and i just yeah i, I just love being there it was great listening to right. these you know this old couple you know it's fantastic i don't you know the rest of the store there was a bunch of records everywhere there was also big stacks of just garbage you know and then there would be a desk with stuff full of papers and you know it was just a junk shop it was it's gone now he died but oh, that's a sad that's a sad way to end this thing well i don't know he's uh you know he was he was up there he lived a good life you know he right. was up there and you know, and now I'm carrying his memory along because I was able to steal this from him for 50 bucks. You know what? I bet his son, I'm just guessing. Okay. His son went in there with like a, got a roll off dumpster and probably fucking threw it all. You know, you, yep. I just. He probably dumped all that. Yeah. Because I actually went back, I don't know, a month ago. I was in Toledo. And I just drove by, and it is, it's completely empty. I got out of my car and walked up and looked in the windows. The store is completely empty now. So they either he either sold it off, which I doubt. Or I mean, one sort of junker or antiquer or somebody like you know went in there and was like, I'll give you $3,000 for everything. And just bought it all, yeah. Or they just throw, threw it all away. Who knows what happened to it? But right. this Elvis lamp is here. So there's nothing else in there that you were like, that's on your wish list that you're like, I could have got that before they tossed it. No, there was nothing. I mean, I had gone over the years. It took me years to get this. And I had kind of gone through. I, I knew what was in that building, like to the point where I'd walk in. He would go, hey, I got I, I recently got this. He'd show me the new things he'd gotten. You okay. know what I mean? Because I knew what was in there. So how does someone like that go out and get stuff or does people bring I it in and sell it? Yeah, to them? I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I would like to. To, to know their supply so I could undercut them. Right. I <laughs> uh, cut out the retailer. Buying Elvis lamps wholesale. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, you know, I don't know. How, how much time have we got? On? We're good. We can end it any time we want. You know, it, this is fascinating. I think this might be the only episode we've, one of the few episodes we've done where I brought in an item and we talked about the item the entire time. We didn't go into philosophy or did Elvis ruin music or... We didn't even talk about Elvis. We didn't even talk all. about Elvis. You know, we didn't... I mean, we were going to... In my mind, we might have discussed, like, uh, was is Elvis responsible for... Like, Lowell knows this. Lowell is a musician, right? So, the, at one point, music was, was just background for you know people to have a barn dance and and have fun and right lol you know it was sure music was something you did it was a reason to go and then it was the the audience that there's was no the, tv there's the party. no radio there's no, yeah yeah and then you know and then at some point it switched to like now the reason you go is because of barry manilow so you're not in the you're not partying and hoping to dance and meet and, and mingle. Now you're going to idolize who who is on the stage. You know, music's completely changed. And I you know I don't know if Elvis is a hundred percent responsible for it or or what, but he definitely was a major shift in music. You know, which in okay. my opinion probably you know he, you know in my opinion made it worse. Made it wor made music worse probably, huh? 
I mean, it, cha- it changed the entire. Lowell, do you, would you agree with this rambling I'm doing over here? Well, I, I, think I can't the, see Lowell's face because Elvis I, is. I in know the Elvis is in between us. Yeah, but but you wonder about the Rosetta Tharps of the world and those people who got no recognition for mm-hmm. being the people who actually invented the form of music, right? That he played because back then it wasn't hero worship, right? It was literally the Carter family would show up. At a you know and with a song book of a thousands, I mean they wrote they were prolific. Yeah, I mean and they would and you would go and and dance and and you're with your neighbors and you're you're young and flirting and or you're old and having fun and it, but it was all about let's get some food and let's have a let's have a party. It wasn't about the Carter family's coming. And you know, am I romanticizing this? Let me little? take a picture of myself in the arena with the Carter family in the background. Let right. Friends know it, that I was here enjoying now it. you're buying a ticket to see a hero or someone you idealize and you're staring at them you know what i mean and i think we've actually caught that forever people used to people fill up theaters and stuff to go see albert einstein speak or you know what i mean back or who whoever there was always famous people well uh, yeah but i'm talking about specifically music i mean did they i'm just assuming there was i don't know it's a good question would people have gone to to watch Mozart play a piano, or you know, because he, he was Mozart. Because he was Mozart. Yes, Mozart. Yes. <laughs> but he but he wrote you know he he wrote operas. Right. You know he wrote it, it was a show. You went to see the show because there was a show. That's like you, <laughs> right? You don't just put out one new hit. I've never had a hit. What are you talking about? Right. I have an Elvis you're, lamp that's better than a hit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you build a new. Opera. I don't know. Like, from what I've read, especially in the South, you know, traveling musicians, like, like here's a good story. Like, um, Reverend Gary Davis was a, an incredible uh, blues musician, played 12-string guitar or regular guitar. I can't remember. He was an incredible blues musician. He's not tremendously well-known, okay, but he influenced a lot of other musicians, right? But he learned to play guitar from a guy that they just called the Guitar Man, he didn't even know his name because he grew up in, and and this guy would just come through town playing the guitar and it didn't matter what his name was you you just there's just a guy playing guitar and you you would get you know dance or whatever it was who cares what his name was you know what i mean it was just a dance that's what it was it was the booker cared probably right the well the uh you know and then uh reverend gary davis learned from this guy and then reverend gary davis taught dave von ronk to play and and then da- and then dave learned and bob dylan learned a lot from dave von ronk. and now you you buy a ticket to see bob dylan and you're just in awe but where it started was just there's a dude playing guitar and let's go dance right okay you, Lowell am I crazy no I, I agree with you so Elvis was the first sort of big time star I don't know if he was first I don't but in my mind yes I mean there are people that would argue that but in my mind he he, he at certainly least, well, crossed a threshold I'd have to acknowledge that somewhere along the way he made music that wasn't popular in white culture. I mean, essentially, he was playing black music, covers of black music. And and playing the way he played it and the way he moved and danced. I mean, he was, you know, depending on if you like or don't like Elvis, he was either stealing from or just very influenced by really good black musicians. Right. 
but it's it, it you know so we, it, you know we didn't even talk about that and you know why we didn't get to talk about philosophy we did you know is because this elvis lamp is absolutely amazing it is mesmerizing and it deserves an hour of conversation and it's well worth are we done i need a little alone time with the lamp <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. And uh, Tom and I are now going to leave the room. We're going to turn the air conditioner back on, and we're going to allow Lowell to have his moment. Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities is an on-tour production. Matt Holt, producer. Matt Holt also wrote that sentence. If you want to support us, please rate and review us on iTunes. Anything you do is greatly appreciated. You can visit our Facebook page also at Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. We'll post items of interest there, and you can chit-chat with other obsessives. I even stop by from time to time to see if I can buy anything from anybody. I've been Stuart Huff. If you've liked my obsession as much as I do, thank you very much for listening to me.